Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely role players, where theatrical people play role playing games. Hi, I'm Matt Boothman, and I'm your compare for this studio production. Here on Merely Role Players, what we do is we improvise stories to entertain you and sort of to entertain ourselves. And we use role playing games to keep those stories going places even we can't see coming. Because as theatrical people, we're all about maximising the drama. In this production, we're playing the beta version of Court of the Lich Queen by Ursidice, with guest players Fiona from What Am I Rolling and the DM's Book Club, and Naomi from Who Lives Who Dice, Realms of Peril and Glory, and The Secret of St. Kilda. So please take your seats in the studio. Tonight's production is about to begin. to resolve the ghost sharks now so no that is unresolved and it is now no longer resolvable great i've terminally fucked that challenge (laughs) (laughs) you just got to get out of that ghost shark lake the the water is thoroughly chummed yeah we're rowing so hard yeah i'm using extra limbs would your champion like to go next tilde sure tilde will take on the indecipherable tome Mm mm-hmm uh, 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 and then they see and they're like oh uh, okay we did this bone ikea let's see um okay <laughs> this goes in here this is a fialbo <laughs> a calyx calyx yes yes that's at the back with the k's um and they'll start going and remembering for all their time during uh skeletal history 101 where they went through the various like different words for like you know it was like ah the biblioteca uh, a dwat. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that it's the equivalent of the neck bones connected to the shoulder bone. Shoulder bones connected to the Go left. Yeah, exactly. So I would suggest that they are using uh, law mm-hmm. to get through this. So that is a plus two. two uh, so that's 1d6 plus two. That is a seven. Nice. 
it's almost like Minority Report. They're starting to pull bits out and they put it onto like the icy walls. As presumably <laughs> Draugr uh, adventure is like, come on, come on. And they're like, ah, wait. And then they just do the thing in Labyrinth where yeah, they yeah. step through the, the wall. It's like, this way. And it's like a hidden <laughs> pathway. I've done it. It's a magic eye door is what it is. A hundred percent. They realise because all the papers make it together. I would like to take on the Hall of Mirrors. And I think that Keith the Bloodless understands that this is a trick of sight. Uh, so he uh, is going to pluck out his own eyes. Oh. <laughs> Tilt's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> Okay, it's a six, plus three is a nine. <laughs> he plucks his own eyes out, leaving just a cavernous hole. In fact, I think he offers them to Tilt. You know, because she's got two sockets she's not using. Oh! <laughs> and then he, because he's no longer confused by his own senses, Keith the Bloodless uses his large spear made of fallen foes uh, mm. that his wife made him to navigate the maze. <laughs> just following along behind them. Just like, ah, with the eyes. <laughs> ah, like, holding them up. We have two successful deeds. Nice. Next. I have no champion remaining. That's cool. So we're back to Skellies. Skellies. Ensnaring chorus, ensnaring chorus, I believe. Uh, yeah, I'm 100% taking ensnaring chorus where maybe at some point Keith and Tilt get separated briefly. Mm-hmm. Tilt's like, oh no, and has these eyes and looks around and just sees <laughs> their, their worst enemy being Fennec, <laughs> just pointing at them saying, you are nothing. You can't stop the sky from falling. You can't even stop anything. You couldn't even save your friend. Typical rubbish. Useless. And the dodo's got away and it's your fault. It's your (laughs) fault. All of this is your... And basically that's a negativity. Tilda's like, you're wrong. You're wrong. And goes to attack this thing. So I'm going to roll plus might, which is zero. Because they're a weak skeleton. That's a six. (laughs) oh shit well done huge gains here (laughs) honestly hast was holding the two of you back yeah right clearly you two were like this there was chemistry here waiting to happen netflix special that's what's happened here yeah i go "Ah," and i start windmilling my arms (laughs) and running her forward and basically just recreate the Neo versus Mr. Smith scene <laughs> where I start punching up all these phasmagorical versions of Phoenix to the point where I swing one around. <laughs> At some point, Keith comes and is like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, ah, ah. And there's, but there's nothing else <laughs> in, the, in where they are. So obviously they've all been destroyed and melted away, these images and stuff. So it looks like I've just, I don't know, just like I've had a massive fight with nobody. <laughs> and then I'm like, Let's carry on. <laughs> and then I, oh, eyes, and then follow you behind as if nothing has happened. Yeah. Windmilling your arms would be so much easier without like muscles and tendons. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Option. You get a full 360 degree movement Ooh. there. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I would like to take on the Ice Warrior. Please. Uh, with the power of hitting. Keith is going to take his Spear of Might, gifted by his wife, and uh, take on the Ice Warrior on a one on one battle. Already used the spear for something that's not fighting, so great to you know put yeah, it yeah, at yeah. real use. That was just a warm up. Dual purpose. Uh, that is a seven. <laughs> I decapitate the shit out of this bad boy, <laughs> and I steal its eyes and I put them in my own head. 
Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Looking to my hands, look to your hands. Holding another pair of eyes, like, but now what are these for? Fuck. The spare. They're good. <laughs> and I would like to lead us on to the final treacherous oracle. She's like, it's here, but it's not where you think it is. And it's like some sort of like riddle. Look inside yourself. Blah, 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 blah. And um, I would like to uh, roll on lore to know that the power was truly inside me all along. Um, <laughs> if that's okay. Go for it. It's a six. So that's a seven. Hey. I put my sphere into my own rib cage, open up where my heart should be. The ice crystals in there. I was like, ah. Oh. I just give it to the skeleton, like, I guess we're done. <laughs> ah. I'm then now juggling both the ice crystal soul and the eyes, and yeah. I'm not sure which ones to take. And eventually I'm just like, okay, and just <laughs> hold them next to me and trundle back. Uh, Fiona's doing a very good mime of uh, holding too many items and not having got a shopping basket. Yeah, shopping basket or having any pockets. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then follow Keith. We escape. Uh, we have a we have a tender moment on the boat where we're like, wow, we're lifelong friends. And I'm like, I cannot wait to tell my wife about this. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be so stoked that my Christmas present was like hella useful. And hey, like the Wraithlight Dominion already pre-mourned Hast. That's so true. Yeah. I tried three it's times fine. already. It was about time. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, three is an auspicious number. Yeah. Who cares about Hast Four, how do you even say four times? There's no word for that. <laughs> and, and and Tilda's just like, I'm not going to get shouted at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like relief that they're not going to be in trouble. Benix will find a reason. <laughs> yes, of course Benix will find a reason. <laughs> Incredible quest. Five successful Whoa. deeds. But don't count your chickens just yet, because oh. now I have to roll the resolution of the oh, move. On, and we've seen how my dice have been rolling oh, tonight. We've worked so hard. The way this resolves is it's 2d6 plus one for each successful deed. And no thanks to the d domain that initiated the quest, <laughs> yeah. but thanks very much to uh, our honoured <sighs> guests. We have five successful deeds. Okay. So I'm rolling 2d6 plus five. On. Six and a four on the dice is ten, plus five is fifteen. Hell yeah! Ooh. On a twelve plus, gain an artifact. Ooh. The soul, the lost frozen song. And pick one. Make a mark against the ritual, increase hope. Or I can give every participating realm some stuff. How are we at on the ritual so far? Four, six. Okay. I can either give everybody one stability back... I can give everybody uh, abundance in one resource, or I can give everybody one magic. I feel like resources we don't really need no. for the final session. No. I think because we've not had any of it, because whilst marking against the ritual is probably good, maybe just increase the hope anyway, yeah. I think. I think just because we've not done that so far. I was leaning that way. Let's do that. Yeah. Super duper. Yeah, we're now at five hope. Ooh. And if we complete the ritual, we may increase that even more. As the champions return triumphant from the ice labyrinth. Hundreds of years of feasting. <laughs> <laughs> the world eater is slain and the Draugr earldom celebrates. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. While the sky continues to fall and rain blood on the skeletal duchy. Oh. So, Fiona, I'm afraid. Yes, sad. Damage a bastion of your choice. I know. You don't have any left. I, they've all been damaged. The, 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 it goes further down. The, the whole thing is taken <laughs> up. Metatarsal's gone. 
actually off the hook for that one. Phew. And uh, reduce your stability by one. Oof, so I'm down to one stability. How has the sky falling got worse in the Skeletal Duchy while that quest was happening? I think that now uh, the sky has fallen. You know, like the sky is really coming down quite a lot. And uh, there's a lot of blood also. So I think that like everybody's like up to their waist or chest and oh, blood. No. And just like also having to duck their heads to go places. There's just a very small area between the head and the blood. All the skeletons, yeah, they're all having to bow their heads and they're getting the one disease that skeletons can still get, osteoporosis. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. And even some of them will take their heads off the shorter ones so that they're above the blood. <laughs> just so morning, morning. Uh... <laughs> uh, and meantime... The siphon continues to leech power from the wraith-like dominion. My magic is reduced by one, down to my final one magic. And I reduce a resource. I'm going to go from scarcity to nothing in something. Oh, do I lose the last of my ice? I think I do. I'm out of ice. And please tell me uh, how my crisis evolves and how things get worse for my realm. You have no ice. Things are starting to sink into a a muddy marshland. Oh. There's a there's a bog-like nature that's that's happening. Yep. And I think that the um the problem with not having all the ice is the acoustics are shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's it's no longer beautiful ringing noises. There's no reverb, kind of yeah. Damp wetness. Well, like the aesthetic has changed so much that instead of the like ethereal Enya-like laments and dirges and singing, the music of the Wraith-like Dominion uh, has started to be a little more (laughs) banjo-driven now that we're in Swampland. Hag-like. Everything is awful. (laughs) The representatives convene one final time for the waning court of the final year of the court of the Lich Queen of the times of the coming of the dawn. Some come in triumph, some in ignominy. Abject failure. (laughs) We had already thrice mourned, hast thrice dead. I think that Kriok, the rotting hand of the cataclysm, actually arrives late, which is unusual for him. And uh, he drags in the corpse of uh, Logvik the World Eater, which is just this massive, like, bloated, disgusting, fetid item full of teeth, and lays it at the feet of the Lich Queen. Look upon me. Look upon the Draugr Earldom and know you have been defeated. You are out Classed by our very existence. Unclean, unclean. We lament the besmirching of this sacred council chamber by the presence of this foul creature. How can I besmirch a place such as this? This is honouring the Lich Queen with its fetidness, with its rottenness. With its swollen hinds. And he sticks his uh, his rusted blade into it and draws a big hole in it so that the innards can flood the, the, the area, essentially. 
Fennec was in the middle of complaining. I'd taken the stage as she'd come in late, so I managed to go first. And looking at Fennec, they've got like pink upper torso, but now a much darker red from the hips down. So it looks like they're wearing red trousers. <laughs> Never a good look. On Never anybody. a good look. Pink, pink and red trousers, mm-hmm. and now three feet deep in guts. Yep. Yeah. Now some brown slosh, and it's like fair enough. I was just saying that the sky is still falling and and then Fennec cranks up their head because it seems to keep going to one side or the other. (laughs) But no matter, he has well done. You have solved your little monster problem. Good for you. You spent two courts and yet you still have not vanquished that which weakens you. And yet... We spend our court in service to this great queen and then vanquish this without a problem. And we sent Keith the bloodless and he came back victorious. Do you not understand? If the dawn comes, it comes not for us. It comes only for you. Well, I will admit we also had some... And looks side-eye at something quithering behind the throne. We also had a hand in that. If it wasn't for us, then I doubt your champion would have been... I mean, I don't know what the literacy rates are in your kingdom. Who needs to read when I have bloodshed? Both your champions were no doubt inspired by the terrible and heroic sacrifice. Inspired? Inspired! The example set by the hero of the Wraithlight Dominion. It's not a hero that doesn't accomplish anything. It's just a participant. We of the Wraithlight Dominion would have thought that of all realms, the Draugr Eldom would appreciate the value of charging headlong into battle and dying a hero's death. Fourth, fourth well, death. interesting, but, uh, Keith and I and his wife were talking, and it sounds like he tried to befriend some ghost sharks, which I think is probably both the start and the end of the problem, really, isn't it? Not very drowber of you at all. You just hear a slight squelch as I move one of the guts with my feet. Well, there is little business to discuss in this, the final waxing court of the Lich Queen of the times of the coming of the dawn. Well, Archgeist, get yours over and done with. I'm sure it'll make a little difference. The Wraithlight Dominion mourns the time that we have spent with all of you. Both, both the skeletal and the drow are like, come on! Uh, I think in the face of this, Lacrimine just sort of descends below the level of the of the barrel of tears, and you can just hear the like the continuing lament going on uh, as the other representatives start to talk over them.
Alright lovies, it's me, Matt, your compare. While the players are getting ready for their next scene, let's you and I take a look through the programme. This right here is the third and final act of our studio production, The Queen's Dead. Very soon you're going to find out whether we stave off the dawn, who stands, who falls, what the new state of the lands of death looks like. When the episode is over and the curtain falls for the final time, I would love if you would throw our cast a rose emoji on the social media platform of your choice. You can find Naomi at Naomi Thinks It in most places, Fiona at WAIR Podcast in most places, and us at Merely Roleplayers in most places. Find a relevant looking post and comment with a rose emoji to shower our wonderful cast with flowers as the curtain falls. Next week we'll have a backstage episode which you're not going to want to miss, where I talk to Naomi and Fiona about how this game went, and I also talk to Matt Bear Ursadice Jones, the man of many names and designer of Court of the Lich Queen, about his experience of listening to our playthrough and his plans for the game in the future. The week after that, we'll be reopening the main house for another Vigil production, Vigil Chief Exec, starring Natalie Winter as Gwyneth the Divine, Josh Yard as Ginny Greenteeth the Spellslinger, Vicky as Renko the Flake, and Marta da Silva as Harper the Searcher. Last we left Ginny, a terrible CEO had just threatened to buy the land out from under her, and in Vigil Chief Exec we will see what a generations-old reincarnating witch does about that situation. Finally, I mentioned you can find Fiona online at WAIR Podcast. Of course, that stands for What Am I Rolling Podcast, and if you haven't heard us talk about that show on this show before, on that off chance, here's Fiona herself to tell you a little bit more about what it's about. Hey, listen. Do you know your D8s from your D12s? Do you know your modifiers from your bonuses? Do you know your destiny points from your story points? Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Either way, you should check out What Am I Rolling? twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast. Catch up on previous episodes on the What Am I Rolling website, that's www.wairpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, adventurers need not apply. Now, please return to your seats in the studio for the thrillingly tragic finale of The Queen's Dead. illuminating wasn't it (laughs) indeed well best of luck my enemy best of luck I don't even think about you no I gathered
Red, though, is nice, and I think you've got boots and now trousers and a shirt. You're doing quite well. (laughs) Nice to see you not come naked to one of these things. I mean, it's not what I would have chosen, but it's nice to stand out compared to the other 3,000 of our skelly boys and gals and pals. Come now, Fenix. Your realm is hardly the only one to be inundated. There is nothing in our realm but water at this point. You still have some air. Uh, Yes, rapidly diminishing. We found another corpse that we're going to make a house out of. Nobody asked. (laughs) Look, I am returning back to my realm. I just thought I'd give you the courtesy before the dawn to both of you that I have. Put up with our conversations. I hope that it treats you well. And may we see you on the other side. I find your company irritating. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And you just slosh, slosh, slosh as Fenix leaves. (laughs) What move are you partaking in, dear Fiona? I am going to go for a realm move, and it's called Remember the Old Ways. So when you use the ancient custom of your realm to resolve a crisis, spend magic, describe your grisly traditions, and roll death. This is the final session moves, and uh, you were quite rude to me, so uh, we're going to lay waste to your realm. Hope that's chill. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt did let us know that he thinks he can resolve the ritual. Yeah, Chill. Uh, no problems. Yeah. Yep. Leave that Bye. to you. <laughs> We're going to finish our own petty squabbles. Yep. Perfect. I mean, you know, the, uh, the Wraith-like Dominion has proven throughout this process that it's the only grown-up in the room. Sure. <laughs> Emotionally speaking. <laughs> it was like, it's the only grown-up in the room who's like, I'm unemployed and I live in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> Not successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, as as you've hinted, my I am going to also... Uh, use one of my final session moves which are unlocked for this final session of court mm. uh, to sing the final hymnal use my all my remaining magic and attempt to resolve the ritual at a blow sounds good i might uh take the opportunity to go first because my move yes. does not even require me to roll dice whoa oh. how exciting now we sing the final hymnal one last stupid sad song from the except the final hymnal is like on the banjo <laughs> for the final hymnal the wraith like dominion finally like having discovered the banjo in their final marsh years instead of being ethereal decide to rock out on the banjo oh sick as hell i'm into it so it's eye of the tiger on the banjo is what yes. i want you to imagine mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. Draugr finally into it. <laughs> Accompanied still by wailing, but oh. this time, you know, it's... yeah, exactly. This is Led Zeppelin <laughs> wailing instead of uh, instead of wailing and weeping and lamenting. To beseech the god of death one final time, I will spend all of my remaining magic. I only had one left, <laughs> but I kept it just for this. Amazing. And mark the ritual as resolved. Nice, <sighs> beautiful. Well and describe how the world is changed by my terrible music. 
<laughs> All the lands of the dead are into thrash banjo now. <laughs> We've all grown mullets against our will. Yeah. <laughs> Including the skeletons. Yeah. And because the ritual result is resolved, we gain one hope. We are now standing at six hope. Ooh. Okay. Very good. I guess I'll go next, considering what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes sense. It does make sense. That's um, good luck. Thanks. I will fix this roof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, remember the old way. So again, we go back to that camera view of now a quite colourful skeleton trudging back. And then at some point, their head it actually probably takes off their head as they sort of duck un- under the um, groaning sky and the blood. And they're like, okay, this is for you. Interestingly enough, they've all been left alone. Whether or not their um, interaction with Tilde and uh, and the the way they've acted in the last couple of courts has driven other skeletons away to maybe go into other realms, perhaps. <laughs> so it's just Fennec, and then starts to sort of use the magic and remembering about at the end of time, at the end of all of this what is left it's not flesh it is not muscle it's not even sinew goes away eventually it is bone and so sort of brings that and and almost like then does sort of almost like a brotherhood alchemist sort of they clap their hands and then push mm-hmm. the gra- into the ground and their force sort of spreads out using that sort of death magic trying to bring up bone pillars like, of bone exactly exactly that so roll plus death uh Good luck that's two sixes Uh, that's 14 total that's very exciting but it doesn't help really um (laughs) um so i can pick two on a plus 10 so i'll mark against the crisis so that's only two out of three oh no which is fine and then the other three options i have are increase stability by one restore a damaged bastion or increase a resource by one i think flavorsome wise it makes sense that I would restore a metatarsal <laughs> just to be like, ha ha, I've done it. <laughs> so it's slowly like these pillars of bone are pushing up the sky and slowly it sort of gets higher and higher and higher and goes past metatarsal. Like, yes, I've done it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> to then turn around. <laughs> right. Lift our ragged banner high. When you march one final time for the glory of your realm, pick a realm to fill the fury of your wrath. Describe how you lay waste to their lands and roll plus might. Okay. So I only rolled a five on the dice. <sighs> plus three is an eight. So I pick one and uh, I'm going to damage one of their bastions. No! <laughs> <laughs> Just fix that! <laughs> and you get, to pick, you get to pick one for us, which is reduce their stability, mark one of their champions as broken, and damage one of their bastions. What's your stability at? It's at two. Mm, but I really hate Keith. <laughs> no, no. I think stability, for sure. I think that reduced by one. Because I'm also on one. So <laughs> <laughs> you you sort of I just we just see Metatarsal fall into the blood pool. As as waves of Draga uh rotting corpses flood the area 
many of them crushed by falling metatarsal. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yep. Oh, once this roll is resolved, you may repeat this move on another realm that has not already been the target of this move until you roll <gasps> a six or below. Uh, wait. Oh, you rolled an eight, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You well, wait. I'm in between you two, aren't I? Rampage. You've, you've gone straight through skeletal. <laughs> oh baby, oh baby, cakes. That's a twelve. Oh no! <laughs> what did we do to you? Oh, it's <laughs> why? Beautiful. It's beautiful. What's your stability looking like? My stability is currently two. Come down with us. <laughs> Join the one club. We're all on one. Whoa. Um. And uh, how are your bastions looking, my guy? Oh, great, actually. My <laughs> fractal dirge is uh, entirely intact, and my veiled gate is only damaged. Uh, we're going to obliterate your veiled gate if that's yeah, good. No, damn but straight. That's where, that's where the death gets in. <laughs> and we are death in this situation. <laughs> yes. We lay waste to your lands. Um, as, as we sing our thrash banjo, completely unawares. <laughs> Over the hills and far away. Wow! (laughs) So the final year of the Lands of Death ends in blood, chaos, and destruction, as it was always prophesied to do. Only one thing remains to discover the final outcome of the dawn, whether we held it back... Who survives? Who stands? Who falls? We have six hope. Mm-hmm. We're going to roll 1d6 plus six. Would anybody like to volunteer? It's your show, bud. Or shall I do it as, as unhallowed sanctioner and Yeah, compare? it makes sense that you would do it, so please no. go ahead. Last time I had to do a 1d6 roll on this production, I, I beefed it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we look forward to blaming you. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely wasn't any of our fault. <laughs> hey, I'm rolling plus six, so I can't roll less than a seven here. Great. Here it comes. Oh. It's a five on the dice. That gives us an 11 total. On a 10 plus. Yes. Your efforts have prevented the dawn. Hell yeah. But... <laughs> Not all were able to withstand its burning light. Any realm with a stability above a certain threshold prospers. Mm. Any realm with a stability below that threshold falls. So we're all on the same. (laughs) Would you like to take a guess at what the threshold is? I mean, I've got it in front of me. (laughs) Put me out of my misery. Stability of seven or higher prospers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Six or below falls. Ask Uh, each falling realm to describe how their lands are lost to the coming of the dawn. I mean, it's quite simple, really. I always intended this to happen. I'd got so fed up with court that it was bound to happen, people squabbling and stuff, so I tried to take care of home, but eventually the home took care of me. (laughs) As being attacked by the realm and with the light of the dawn, with this threat coming over the hills, I just look up and see the sky coming to meet the rest of the skeleton duchy as it just... And if you look in between the lands there, there is no 
there is no realm anymore. There is just a bow, essentially, <laughs> where the sky comes and meets the ground and then goes back up between the Draugr and the Wraith-like uh, Dominion. It's a blood sandwich. It really, yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely there's a bit of blood in the sky now. It mixes in with the clouds, and it's just um, you. It, the last thing you sort of hear from the skeletal duchy because obviously everyone's left part of Benic is shit. <laughs> so it sort of hits the ground. <laughs> the dawn comes, crests the horizon, and the now muddy boggy, swampy, wraith-like dominion is baked in its light and heat. The mud becomes solid, hard-packed earth. All of the water-borne spirits, those who were uh, frozen in ice, carried in ice flows, survived clawing themselves through slush, evaporate in a single flash boil as the dawn comes, the land steams, it bakes, it cracks, and as time goes on, it becomes lush and green and full of life where once it was pure death. (laughs) (laughs) The Draugr have been spreading themselves too thin, trying to destroy (laughs) everyone else. So I think we see waves of of bodies fall in battle, and then as the sun comes, they begin to set a light. Oh. Um, we see them standing in the slowly baking lands of the Wraithlight Dominion, and there's a strange silhouette as the gate to death begins to fall of Keith the Bloodless and his <laughs> wife stepping through the gate to further adventures beyond as the rest of us burn up. We see Creok, the rotting hand of the cataclysm, eating the innards of Logvik, the world eater. It was fucking worth it. And in many ways it was, because while the three realms, the Wraithlight Dominion, the Skeletal Duchy, and the Draugr Earldom, that make up the court of the Lich Queen in these dying years, while they all fell in the light of the dawn, the ritual was a success. Through their combined efforts, the full force of the dawn was averted. And so, as our realms fall, the Lich Queen herself awakens to an empty, cracked, gore-ridden council chamber. Wow. She raises a finger and pushes the sun back down (laughs) the horizon. And that's Court of the Lich Queen. (laughs) Thank you both so much for playing. That was phenomenal. That was so much fun. What a good game. I'm sorry I killed you. (laughs) Don't be. That's the game. That's the game. That's good because I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) That's politics. Yeah. (laughs) Remind us very briefly once again uh, where our lovely audience can find the two of you if they're interested in hearing more of your adventures. Hello. When I'm not playing an evil skeleton 
trying to fix the roof. I am Fiona. I'm the host of What Am I Rolling? It's a twice monthly RPG one-shot podcast. Uh, we do lots of different systems, uh, some very rules light, some rules heavy. We do lots of interviews with game designers as well. Uh, we've recently had merely role players on our podcast doing uh, Yazeba's Bed and Breakfast and The Between, uh, two very, very different games, um, but <laughs> highly recommend because it's really good stories and stuff like that, and it's actually joy to have them on. Uh, also, I am the co-host of the DMs Book Club, which is a weekly book club podcast which discusses some D&D topics in a book club sort of format and discuss how we would improve it. And if you're not into D&D, because let's face it, um, things have happened. Um, <laughs> and they continue to do so. And they continue Whenever to this do goes so. out, that will be a relevant statement. Yeah, it, I mean, yes, exactly. Whenever it goes out in years time, when you're listening to this, it is still a relevant statement. Uh, check out the GM's Book Club, which will be out later this year, where we're going to look at some different RPG systems, but in the same sort of review and sort of see what we like about it and what we would take away and what we might change as well. Uh, we're going to be looking at certainly the beginning ones. We've got the Blade Runner RPG and the One Ring Second Edition as the ones we've got planned so far. But there'll be many, many more. You can find both of those, well, all three of those podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. And that's it from me. I'm going to hand it over to my wonderful uh, rival, uh, <laughs> friend, friend and enemy, uh, Naomi. Go for it. I have been Naomi Clark, and you can find my scripted show at The Kilda. You can find me playing Liminal as Free Card Monty, Chicken Nugget Wizard at Realms Pod, and you can find me as The Murderous Four at Who Lives Who Dice. And I'm sure I'll be all over, but if you're still looking, it's at Naomi Thinks It all over the internet. Thank you both very much once again. And let's just end with a little round of applause for ourselves uh, and each other as we end this production. Yeah. Yeah, worth it. What a great good show. I'm going to review it. (laughs) Going to give it five stars. This has been The Queen's Dead, a studio production from Merely Role Players, starring Fiona Howard as the skeletal duchy, Naomi Clark as the Draugr Earldom, and Matt Boothman as the Wraithlight Dominion. The theme music is by Matt Boothman, who also edited and produced this episode. We were playing the beta version of Court of the Lich Queen by Ursidice, who you can find at ursadice.com Merely Roleplayers is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on.
I do now have a champion that could easily break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that had to go. I think your champion should be bro- broken anyway, just because they come home and they still get yelled at, and they're like, what did you <laughs> yeah, "Exactly." And they're I like, don't... "While you were while you were away, the dodo ran away, and that's on you." And you're, <laughs> you're like, "I'm idiot. Really here." And I'm definitely not going to regret this voice tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say. 